Psych in Business podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Way. I'm really excited about this podcast, and I'm so glad that you could join me. One of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast was because I met a group of psychologists who were doing great work in the world of business, and I thought there's got to be a way to share this with others. And so I came up with this podcast. I have been really, really fortunate in that I've had a lot of great guests. My very first guest was Dr. D. Ramsell, and this is actually really special to me. D was one of the people, one of the actually very first people that I heard that did this kind of work, that did consulting and coaching with uh, businesses, leaders as a, as a psychologist. And so I thought it was really special to have her on. One of the things that she talked about was her time as the national, this the director of the National Center of Organization Development. And this was also really special to me because that's where I received a lot of my training around organization development. I joined the National Center for Organization Development while Dee was there as the director uh, and completed my two-year postdoctoral fellowship there. And I really value that time because I learned a lot about individuals, leaders, managers, teams, organizations, change management. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. I also got a lot of opportunities to learn from senior consultants who'd been doing this for a really long time. And I really value the experience that I got doing that. I remember one of the things that, that always sticks in my, my mind is one of the projects that I did with a senior consultant and I was, I was asked to do some work and I was, I was worried about speaking up in, in terms of um, you know, joining the conversations with the clients. And he said to me, there's nothing that you can't say that uh, I can't correct uh, or, or use. And so he encouraged me to, to really join in the discussions and use the training that I already received as a clinician, as somebody who understood human behavior, someone who understood people and used that uh, training and experience to really help the people that we're working with. I remember when I became a more senior consultant, I worked on a project uh, where a new leader had come into the Veterans Affairs and this leader was uh, standing up a program. And so they had a team of four individuals that were working with them, but they didn't know each other at all. And so we were asked to come in to help facilitate the introduction of these individuals and help to really build up the team uh, faster than what we would normally see because they really wanted to hit the ground running. And so we did a lot of activities with them, but one of the ones that I think really stands out in my mind, and I love, love, love this activity, is the personal timeline. Now, this is a very simple activity. All you have to do is basically take a piece of paper. We use flip charts, large flip charts, and without using words, draw out your personal timeline. And it can be really focused on your, your business or your professional timeline, you know, from when you first started working all the way to what brought you to where you are. But I find that very often people interweave a lot of personal information into that timeline. And that's because we are a, a combination of our experiences, both personal and professional. Who you are at work is partly due to who you are at home. It all feeds into it. If you are having a, a really hard time at home, that's going to seep into your work environment. And so this personal timeline activity is really very helpful and people actually really enjoy it because it creates an accelerated way for you to learn about your coworkers, for you to learn about 
uh, the people that you're going to be working with day in and day out, the people that you spend most of your time with during the course of a week. And so understanding who they are, what made them who they are, what is, what's important to them, the experiences that they've had can be really helpful to building that connection in a really quick way. And when you build that connection, it allows you to, to provide grace. It allows you to understand who you're working with and how you can best work with them. I always say that relationships are the lubrication that allow the machine of a business to function well. If you are in a business and you have somebody in that business that, that you know well, that you know on a personal level, you're more likely to work better with that person because you know them well, you understand who they are as a person and you understand the challenges and the difficulties that they have. So if you are somebody though, who is in a business and doesn't know the people that you work with, have no idea what's important to them, have no idea how to speak to them, how, how they communicate, it's gonna make it challenging for you to work well with that person. It's gonna be make it really challenging for you to create efficiencies with that person. So it's really important at the at the beginning to really make sure that you are understanding the people that you work with and such this one of these activities the personal timeline was a really great way of doing that and so we did that with the with the leader and, and her team and they all really enjoyed it and it really helped them to understand each other better by the time we're done with this activity and the other activities during the course of the couple of days we work with them they went from being a bunch of strangers to at least colleagues and, and were at a foundation from which they could work with to continue to build their, their relationships. Now, she liked this activity so much that when she moved to another team and, uh, within the VA, she invited me to come along uh, to help with, with the same thing in terms of team building. And so we did the same activity and we did this a couple more times and found that it was actually very, very helpful in terms of helping the teams form and really norm at a much faster rate and also increase the efficiency of the teams moving forward because you knew who you were working with, you knew what they liked, you knew what they didn't like, you knew who they were as a person. So I really recommend that in terms of uh, building relationships in a business, you know, find their colleagues, people that you work with, but they're also people. They also have lives. They may have spouses, they may have pets, they may have children everybody has worries, everybody has concerns. And so uh, really understanding who they are as a person is, is really important. Now, I'm not advocating that you get into their lives and that you, uh, you know, you interfere or anything like that, but just understanding that we all are human and we all uh, have experiences that make us who we are and trying to understand what some of those experiences are and trying to better understand who we are as a person. Now, on top of that, when I was working with this leader, and I think it was her third team that she was working with, she had an individual there that um, that was struggling, that this person had just become a leader and was struggling to make the transition because it really is a transition to transition from doing technical work to becoming a leader. And so I was asked to provide coaching for this person. And that's another thing that we did at the VA is provide individual coaching to, to leaders and to managers. So in working with this, this uh, newly appointed manager, uh, you know, we were able to really identify what some of their challenges were and, 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 and really talk through how they could make some of those, those improvements. And the way we did that really to start off with, and this is something that we use in most coaching things, is a 360 assessment. Now a 360 assessment is basically just an assessment that asks for feedback for the people that you work with. So it typically asks for feedback from your leader, typically asks for feedback from your coworkers at the same level, and typically asks for uh, feedback from your employees if you have any. 
If you don't have any, then obviously that won't be included. That's usually called the 180. But a 360 degree assessment gives you that honest feedback. And most of the time, it is uh, anonymous, except for the immediate leader, because that is clear who you are. Uh, but you, you're able to get the aggregated feedback from the people who you actually work with day in and day out. And to be honest, sometimes that can be hard, right? Sometimes it can be hard to hear that honest, unvarnished feedback. Uh, but one of the things that I learned at NCOD is that feedback is a gift. This is one of the things that I appreciate about my experience of NCOD is, is learning to reframe how feedback um, should be given and should be taken. So I, I always say to my clients now, feedback is a gift. You know, how can you make improvements if people aren't providing that gift of, uh, of information, letting you know how you're coming across? Because sometimes your intention is not always received the way you, in, you intend it to be, right? It doesn't always have the impact that you want. So it's important to understand that collecting feedback from those around us is really a valuable uh, experience and, and learning to, to take that well and to make the necessary adjustments. To be clear, it's not to say that you have to take all the feedback that you get and make, all, make a ton of adjustments. You know, I usually recommend making one adjustment, one or two adjustments, because it's overwhelming to try to make too many adjustments. And honestly, you know, you're not going to agree with all the feedback that you get, but there's usually something in there that if you think through, you'll be able to identify and say, yep, that's probably accurate. And I, I could probably do something about that. Because as we are all people, we all make mistakes. None of us is perfect. And there's always room to grow. And so working with this leader through the uh, the use of the 360 assessment, we're able to identify some challenges and identify some goals that she could aim to try to improve. And over the course of time through coaching, she made great advancements, uh, which improved her management and her leadership of the people that she was now responsible for. And so this is another example of how coaching can be really helpful. You know, Didi talked about the coaching experience that she had and, and the improvements that she was able to make. And if you haven't heard that ex that episode, I really encourage you to go listen to it because Dee really uh, talked about some really great things and I think that's really worth listening to. But in, in my experience working at the VA, we did a lot of coaching and I did a lot of coaching and, and I really appreciate the, the experience. And I've actually had coaching myself and can tell you from that perspective as someone who has gone through coaching that is absolutely valuable. You know, we don't always see the things that are right in front of us. And it's it's just coaching is basically putting up a mirror to you to be able to see from someone who can give you honest, unvarnished feedback. We can all use that from time to time. And so I think coaching is, is a really valuable tool that people should be considering. So the other thing that I that we had in NCOD and we had a lot of I had a lot of great experiences at NCOD. But the other thing that I also did at NCOD was just learning about how to use the different assessments that are available. I've talked about the 360, uh, but there are so many assessments that we use, including one that we created at NCOD, and that's basically the team assessment. Because in working with teams, um, there are different models that you can use, ascribed to you to help the team function better. And so at the VA, we developed a, our own team model and that was very helpful. We had a version that we used for um, executive teams and, and non-executive teams. And so that's where I learned also about the importance and the use of data. Dee also talked about the use of data uh, at, at NCOD and just in this kind of work, very data-driven approach. And that's, I think, one of the things that 
isn't well understood about psychology. Psychology is a data-driven uh, science. We, we, are, we are scientists that use data as psychologists. And so in the same function as we're working with businesses, we use data. One of the data points that we use was the employee engagement survey. Now the employee engagement survey uh, had a bad rap a while ago because typically what would happen is that organizations that would not collect data, and when they did, they, would, they wouldn't do anything about it. But it is not helpful to collect a bunch of data about how your employees are doing, uh, how satisfied they are, and then shove that information into a drawer. Uh, at NCOD, I, I'm really very proud to say that they did a great job of collecting data, analyzing that data. We had a whole research team that analyzed the data and provided it back to the leaders of the various organizations to say, hey, here's how your employees are feeling. Here's what they're cha challenging them. Here's the, the, the challenge that they're experiencing, the difficulties that they're having. And here's, here's what they say you can do to try to help improve that. I think that last question there was really key and came about as, as, as time went by and we saw that, hey, leaders are getting this data, but they don't know what to do about it. And so we put that question in there to, to the employees to say, what can your leaders do to help make improvements? And that data point was really very helpful because it, it made it so easy for the leaders who wanted to help who wanted to improve the lives of their employees to actually take concrete steps that had been suggested by their employees. And so we actually saw a, a great increase in uh, the improvements of the employee engagement scores as a result of using the data that was provided from the employees and given back to the leaders. And then through consulting and coaching with us, we were able to help them uh, come up with action plans to achieve the, the goals that they had set and, and, and uh, provide the support that their own staff had asked for. So my time at NCOD was really just a, a fantastic time of learning and growth. And I'm so grateful to Dee and everybody, all the consultants there that I, that I learned from, that I got to work with, and just so glad that that, that organization exists. I, I really have to take my hats off to uh, NCOD. It's a small organization within the VA trying to serve a whole host of people and and the work that they do is critical to helping the um the employees the, at the va provide uh provide excellent care to veterans so uh, you know i commend them and i'm just so grateful for the time that i had with d there and all of those other people well that's the show for today I, i've really enjoyed thinking through my experience at ncod i encourage you to think through your experience if you're a leader or a manager uh, or even an employee thinking about your organization, how could you benefit from something like this? How could you benefit from some coaching? How could you benefit from some co from consulting? How would how could you benefit from improved efficiency and uh, collaboration within your team? Think about that and think about uh, what you can do to try to, to try to get some of that help. There's a number of excellent consultants and coaches out there, and so I encourage you to think through that and maybe reach out. Feel free to let me know if you have any questions or comments. I'd be happy to hear from everybody. My uh, email address is Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T, at psychinbusiness.com. Uh, feel free to drop me a line or, and provide me some feedback. So, all right, great. Look forward to talking to you next time. Bye now.